Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening in. I am Alexandra Nyamoyaoui, and this is part two of our InsurTech theme series with Henry Mascot. This is Unijua, where we offer minimal actionable responses to important questions in about 15 minutes or less. And it's also where we offer you the opportunity to earn some African Tech Roundup tokens as a thank you for listening. Henry Muscat is the founder and CEO of Curacell, an insurance technology platform that leverages AI to power claims processing and fraud management. Henry tells us that Curacell works with around 800 hospitals in Nigeria, Ghana, and Uganda, and the company has ambitious Pan-African expansion plans for the next year. Their blue-chip corporate clients include Axa Monsar, Liberty Health, and Old Mutual. But before we hear from Henry, let's do this. For a chance to earn some African Tech Roundup token, here's a question you need to answer. What is the estimated average number of uninsured Africans on the continent right now? Fun fact, that number represents about 17% of the world's population. Stay listening to the end of the episode for the answer. Then, fill out the Google Form linked in the show notes with your name, email address, SILA address, and the correct answer to today's question. If you don't already have a social token wallet and SILA address, get with the program by signing up at wallet.socialstag.co. Right. Henry will be answering the question, how is technology improving insurance penetration in Africa? He'll factor in on the size of the insurance business opportunity in Africa and also talk about how incumbent insurance are attempting to use technology to address low levels of insurance adoption on the continent. Beautiful thing about the continent, why a lot of people are excited about Africa, right, is Africa is in the early stages in terms of development, in terms of infrastructure. So if you look at how big the economies are in more mature markets and then see what the population is, and then you can kind of look at the history of how they've developed, it gives you a sense that obviously Africa will get there. And obviously everybody is climbing to get a part of the huge opportunity. If you take the same ideology and you mirror it when it comes to insurance, Africa, for instance, I think a population of Africa sits somewhere between 15 to 20%, maybe somewhere around 17, 18% of the continent. You know, makes 15 to 16% of that is, is a population of the world generally. So if you consider there are 1.2 billion people who are currently don't have any risk protection of some sort, and this number is going to keep rising, I think by 2050 or so, we should be, is it 3 billion or something? That's quite a huge number, right? And so there's a massive opportunity if you are an insurance company and you, you get a huge cut in this, right? So that's pretty much, so the market is so early that anybody who figures it out can build one of the biggest companies or any of the companies that, that figure out a way to solve this problem or get a share of this can be some of the biggest companies in the world. Because when you look at the US, insurance companies are some of the biggest companies in those markets. A good example we always use is in Europe and in, in more mature economies, insurance companies own banks. In Africa, it's still the other way around. Banks own insurance companies because, again, we're yet to figure out the way to unlock that value that catapults these companies into becoming the, the biggest value holders. 
the continent. So we see when you look at the opportunity there, we always look at it from two lens. There's mass social impact that can be driven, and then there's also massive economic opportunity that can be created if you can figure out a way to ensure the next billion people. It unlocks, unlocks like massive opportunity that can now spread out you know, into other places. For instance, in monetary economies, the money that is going into venture capital and, and being allocated into different like investment classes come from you know largely pension funds and insurance funds so if people can figure out a way to get premiums from those billions of people it, not just do you are you able to protect those people but it also sets sets up a ripple effect you know avails capital into other parts of the economy as well SME funding, as well as all the other sort of like sectors that require funding to grow. There's a huge opportunity at the moment. And, you know, that is companies like ours is making our bets on the next couple of years. When it comes to what are incubants currently doing, obviously there are a couple of ways to, to look at this question, which is what what is possible? Where are the places that technology can play a role? And then where we where the insurance companies in terms of their the adoption of, of these use cases. So what we've seen is that the, the first part um, where insurance companies have kind of started is is in just digitizing their operations, right? So converting, you know, running of their business from pen and paper into, you know, using digital tools as well. So from the softwares they used to do there, the financing to basically end-to-end, right? So this is the first generation of, of insurance technology that, that we've seen in the continent. They've been around for a bit as well. Some of them view this data management or you know business management solutions or ERPs by themselves. Also, also a level of, you know, for incumbents um, across the continent, the level of, of adoption of technologies also vary across different markets, also depending on their level of penetration. So the, the technology stage of countries with more penetration is slightly higher. The technology adoption is also slightly higher compared to markets that, that are still early in terms of penetration. And so you would see a lot more Technology adoption in South Africa, for instance, as compared to to Nigeria. <laughs> when I think about insurance and technology, there, there you see, like when I think about insurance, there are three parts. You know, that I think technology can be deployed as the the product creation phase, which is figuring out what kind of products do we create, how do we create them. You know, the actuary on the writing part, figuring out all that. Technology can be a huge part. AI can be a huge part in understanding the data, understanding the people, figuring out what should be created. Another part that technology can play a huge part is in distribution, right? So, you know, with digital these days, it's easier to reach more people. A lower cost of acquisition, so it's a huge part of technology complete. And then finally, there's the operation side from deploying intelligence systems to do to do things that human beings would typically do, but much faster at a higher scale. So this would be something around like claims management, claims automation, fraud detection, uh, which is what Curacell basically technology Curacell basically provides. And then you can you can see things like deploying technology in, in the general service. And so so those are the broad places from product creation to distribution to finally like, you know, doing cost cutting or being efficient in running your business. So you would see you would see varying like, you know, adoption of varying states across the the, the continent.
With this, so with countries that have better penetration, you see that they've started implementing data analytics, AI, and, and being able to figure what, what should be distributed or what kind of product should be created. Obviously, there's a, one of the one of the key areas around distribution that you know globally there's a, a lot of like talk and hype right now is in, in embedding insurance as well. So we've seen obviously early versions of this on the continent, especially we like telcos uh, figuring a way to sell to people as well. So yeah, so to answer that question, so so in summary to that question is that there there are varying technology adoptions by incumbents across the different value chains of insurance, and you see that this. It also varies across markets depending on how mature they are. You can see um, implementation of advanced tech or, or basic tech. Here's the answer to this week's proof of play question. For a chance to earn some African Tech Roundup token, here's a question you need to answer. What is the average number of uninsured Africans knowing they represent about 17% of the world's population? The answer? 1.2 billion. Plus, Africa's population is set to increase tremendously in the next three decades, and according to the statistics, the population will reach nearly 2.5 billion by 2050. Go ahead and fill out the Google form linked in the show notes with your name, email address, silo address, and the correct answer to today's question. Again, if you don't already have a social token wallet and silo address, get with the program by signing up at wallet.socialstack.co. You can share your comment by leaving a 60-second voice note. Until next time.